0: Welcome to the Captain Bagrat Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Welcome back, Liam.
1: Hi, Madam Chan. It's like you never left. It's like I never left. (laughs) So we're going to talk about... Do do I leave?
0: Do you ever leave Chinatown?
1: Yes, sometimes.
0: When you have to work, 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 work. Yeah,
1: when I have to work. Work.
0: So when did you actually get off your backside to go for a look for a job?
1: As in in my life?
0: In your life, yeah. In
1: my life. Oh, Mm. man. Yeah. By the way, I I don't know any of these questions in advance. No. For anyone listening. No. um,
0: This is going to be a fast 10 minutes. This is
1: going to be a... It could be interesting. (laughs) I'm just going to pre... I started work... um, There was a job at my high school. And um, the idea was uh, they have like an IT department, had two staff, two full-time staff, mm. or one one actually when I started, um, but they hired another person at the same time as me. Um, but the idea was that you would get um, year 10 students. So they would hire you at like the end yourself. of year nine. They would get year 10 students to work in the IT department. Because mm. um, it was obviously like we had, um, we had Mac computers at the school because we were Aww. a Catholic high school. Aww. And um, not that well off as a school, but anyway, we had Mac. computers pretty good. Um, so we had Macs. So there were Macs at that time. There were no laptops. Yeah. Like, well, well, people it was those big had round laptops. ones, right? Yeah. It started with those, and then we had the flat ones, the flat, mm. the flat, the white flat, flat iMacs. Great machines. Um, but anyway, so the school had big computer labs. Mm. Like it had three or four computer labs. And then during my time there, the the um, Kevin Rudd laptop scheme came out 2000 oh, and whatever year that was 2011 cruddy. or 10, yeah. um, and like everyone got school laptops, so the government subsidized it. So I think we had to kick money in as well if we wanted Max, if we wanted brand new ones. Otherwise, we could have older ones. You so went for like, a
0: brand new one?
1: No, I got an old Aww. one. My parents were like, "You don't need it," and I, they You're were right. No, they were right. Practical. Like you know, yeah. we weren't. Um, they weren't going to spend. So that a laptop
0: money. got you a job?
1: No, no, no. So, <laughs> so anyway, but that, that, was, that was besides the point. So I, I, I applied for the job. Mm. Um, three other people applied for it. Two of them are now. I consider my best friends, um, two of my best friends. Um, but at the time, we hated each other. Um, we, we didn't know each other. And it was kind of like, they were they, those two were best friends. Yeah. They, they grew up together. And they went to a different primary school.
0: And they gained up on you and, when, on the program.
1: Well, I mean, they didn't get it. They didn't get the job. <gasps> I got the job. There was Ooh, only one job. And, um, I was I wish if I, like, it's one of the things I wish I had, like, on film. Just like a bird's eye view of that interview, because I have I have no memory of it whatsoever. Basically, like I just remember the principal was this very, very scary man who looked exactly like Colonel Sanders from KFC, exact spitting image.
0: That is pretty scary, considering he has had some really disturbing past.
1: Knew nothing about computers. I'm, mm. I'm quite
0: sure. Maybe fried chicken, perhaps. And yeah. that's
1: not like a. I'm not guessing that. Like I yeah. worked with this man because he was my boss for two years and um, <laughs> for three years, and like he knew nothing about computers. Awesome dude. Yeah. Really, really great principal. Um, I, I, Who looks like he, Colonel? He, he he actually dressed up as the Colonel. Like he <laughs> it wasn't like this wasn't like a, he wore a white suit one time. He
0: was so proud. We
1: had like a mufti day, and he wore a full white suit and brought a bucket of KFC chicken. Like he knew <laughs> He's he <laughs> he was an amazing man. He was a twin as well. Um,
0: Why do you always Mark, seem to navigate around twins? Mark
1: Baker, yeah. if you're out there listening, thank you very much. You're an awesome principal. Anyway, so that was my first job. I worked in the IT department. In my um, so you had to give up your. Um, elective period. So mm. you had in year 9 and 10 you get elective periods mm. where you pick two subjects um, and I had to give up uh, both of mine and then I worked during mm. that elective period. And the way it worked was in year 11 and 12 you do like HSC subjects which are worth points towards mm. your Correct. ATAR which is your university entrance. exam. Yeah. Sorry for anyone who does isn't familiar with the Australian system um, but you basically have to do a set amount of subjects to get an, a university entrance exam. And uh, every subject is worth like one or two points. Most mm. are worth two. Um, anyway, so I did IT Certificate two, which is like a course in IT, but it counts as a HSC subject. But I did it a year early. So I did IT in year ten and eleven and graduated from that course. So I already had two units done. So it's kind of like a way to so you have less to worry about in your final exams. You can
0: just chill on the final exam. Yeah.
1: So you had to do one year early and like apparently I was intelligent enough to do it. Got did got a pretty good mark. It was okay. Well, you are Um, smart, Liam. Mm. So I worked in the I worked in the IT department of the school. That was my first job.
0: And that's when you learn how to code and do all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I kind of taught myself. I, I mean, I think that was partly why I got it. Right, like mm. I taught myself to code, really. Um, but um, it definitely contributed, um, and it was—it was probably good. It's the closest thing I've ever had to a customer service job, um, and um, I don't—I um, th- I I think it was a really great thing to do. Good really skill sets it. to have, it, yeah, yeah, young, you know, really disciplined yeah, to and work. I, and I was, you mm. know, like I. Um, Surprisingly, like I used to get my mom. My mom worked at a different high school, hmm. but their, their school like started at eight, so mom would drop me off at the IT department every morning at seven forty five, um, and like my brother and sister would get the bus into school, Aww. and I would kind of like walk in by myself because our school started at nine. So then yeah. I would I would do an hour every morning from eight till nine. Oh um, wow! Yeah, and like to get my hours up and stuff.
0: Those are good skills you know you need to have discipline yeah a routine. It, was fun. it was awesome
1: yeah. it was really fun um i really enjoyed it so, um,
0: so would that would that be your like most favorite job then or
1: definitely not oh right <laughs> De- but um definitely not
0: so what's your favorite most memorable like favorite job what i'm doing now for sure. oh cool for sure can you talk about it not really, uh, really... i can talk a little okay yeah,
1: yeah um i work for an artificial intelligence company mm-hmm. um i started as a computer vision engineer um it was a bit laissez-faire how i started um but now
0: You're a scrum master.
1: Um, Yes. So (laughs) my my title is technical program manager, but I kind of made that up. Okay. Um, As you do. Because I was like, I should probably change it because that's not what I do. And our boss was like, yeah. um, So. (laughs) I love that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. It's a startup,
0: right? So it's it's a mature startup. Well, it's it's a mature startup. So Mm. scale
1: up at the moment. Yeah. Um, But um, I love what I do. We have an AI team and a product team and I do scrum mastering for both. I also work with clients. Um, And do like project delivery and things like that. Um, It's a pretty because I have a pretty big history with you know computers, right? Yes. Um, But it's not really like I love working with computers and I love technology. Yeah. But I kind of made the decision that I didn't want to code like full time, Mm. um, even though I do love it. You have
0: people skills. So You want to use your. Right. Right. I think
1: I'm more effective. Not coding, if that's anything, right. and and I think that that holds true. So, and that's why I was promoted. So, good. Um, so People skills is
0: hard to find sometimes. I love, when, I love what yeah. I'm doing.
1: I get to be creative. Um, I get to work really hard. I get to work directly with the leadership team. Um, really good mates with the CEO. So.
0: And you get to come here and um, podcast when, when I can. they let you. When
1: I can. <laughs> no, well, when I'm not when I'm not working late <laughs> into the night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> All right. So I'll make this nice and fast. How about your craziest job that you applied for, whether you got it or not? Craziest Yeah. Don't anything random. Like, you know, when you realize, okay, IT, I just need a break.
1: I did one job in China.
0: I knew you were going to say this.
1: Excellent. When I was living there. I've been, I've been set up. Someone called the police. Um, I did a job in China. Um, I'll try not to mention names. No. No. Um, but essentially, there's Australian companies. There's a big Australian company that does distribution. And they. Dist- if, you're, if you're an Australian company that makes, for example, wine, you're like, I want China to buy my wine. So this company handles a distribution for you in China. And um, if you aren't super familiar with China... Um, There's the big cities that you've heard about, like Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, that are huge, and they're Mm. like 25 million people. Um, But actually, the the largest majority of the population, of the 1 billion population, is in what what we call Tier 3 and Tier 4 cities, Mm. and Tier 2 cities. So Mm. there's like only a few Tier 1 cities, which is your big cities. Tier 2 cities are kind of like 10 to 20 million people, um, like Xi'an, things like that, Nanjing. And then... um, like you probably most people would have heard of a couple tier two cities and then the tier three and tier four is probably you've never heard of almost definitely most Mm. people haven't heard of unless you've lived there um but anyway so we got asked to be basically uh (laughs) what's a polite (laughs) term for this um
0: escorts no just kidding like
1: in in over there they called it like vip no it was like a white monkey job white monkey job because it's basically like they're like we want white people to come with us to these tier 3 and tier 4 yeah. cities to sell Australian products. So we would go to a city, random cities middle of nowhere, 5 6 million people um that that they, usually have one big supermarket and you'd they, we'd set up like an Australian stall. I wasn't doing this. Like this was I was just there to
0: be the white face. Things. Yeah, we'd hand, mm. out,
1: we'd hand out samples and things like that. Yeah. Um but that was pretty nuts. It was it was really fun. Um but kind of weird. Like you, you and and like you you were very like not isolated but you you were just in this random city that you had no reason to be there and no there was no help like if you, and you didn't
0: know the language quite well either right
1: oh. uh, at the start no mm. not at all um and if you were if you were there um by yourself yeah you would have a lot of trouble like it's good like thing you had a, the as delegation a, as, a, as a yeah we had we had people that were, with yeah. us and they were awesome um and they were really pleasant to work with um but um yeah it was, it was kind of weird
0: <laughs> Has your perception of work changed? Like, for instance, um, you know how they always say with every new generation coming in, like the iGen, and um, they bring in different values and different ways and h- how they see work. Like, from your experience, do you find that the baby boomers seem to definitely fit that stereotype? Or, or do you think perhaps uh, because you're working in a startup and, and there might be some baby boomers there? Yep, yeah. Guess, yeah. Do they s- seem really agile and excited with the startup world
1: i think it depends mm. um i i wouldn't say that i wouldn't try and stereotype too much mm. um, because i think it just depends on what you're doing and how much you love what you're doing um yeah i think you know,
0: passion is really important for a project for sure for sure mm. and,
1: and it's much harder to work for a really big organization and have and like retain that passion and i, and I don't necessarily think it's anyone's fault although it is something that the top needs to work on mm. so like if you're a um, like if you're a big company yeah um, then I think you need to really make an effort and and some companies do that really well um, like some of the big four banks in mm. Australia I know they do a really really good job of making sure that when they hire graduates they feel yeah. like they're actually a part of the team yeah I've worked for one of the largest manufacturing companies in Australia for four and a half years as an electrical engineer and the the day job like the, mm. the people on the ground doing 95 percent of the work, um, you know the, the general feeling was the company didn't really care. Oh, um, and, and I mean that was a couple of years ago. Like that was things may have changed five something years ago. Yeah, um, and it might have changed, but I really doubt it. But but that's I think it's more of a problem mm. with the the culture of the company, right? So, yeah. Um, I think like where I work, it's pretty diverse. It's quite diverse actually, mm. and. Um, it's really like we're all passionate about it. And,
0: and you get opportunities like for instance they take your feedbacks, but exactly, you say right. hey look I, I feel like doing this and they see the value in it and they will let you
1: Exactly you um, and, and and passion is the, mm. the, that's the, you know that's what wakes me up every day and, and like oh, I, oh, you know, good. Aw. But, but I look, like I mean I haven't always been like that yeah
0: for sure. There's some jobs that you just can't like
1: Oh I mean you know mm. university and stuff I was um, pretty lazy I'd say <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know if that's hard to imagine, or if you just can't imagine it too well. (laughs) Uh, No,
0: no, no. I actually can't imagine you being lazy. I can, I can imagine you being lazy, not studying. But I can, I can. Yeah, yeah. That part I can. But
1: um, but definitely. But you know, now that I'm working on what I want to work on, and I really love what I'm doing, and I'm really passionate about it, it's um, it's a lot of fun. Good. It's it's not. You know, makes it makes it all okay.
0: That's how it should be. Yeah. There we go, everyone.
1: Is that at all? There's that some pep talk for you. Is that all? That's all. That, well, oh.
0: well, unless you have any tips to your younger self.
1: I don't have any. I don't have any tips. Have you got? A, I know you've had some weird jobs.
0: Um, I don't think I we'll save that for another time.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll come up with some questions. Okay. And, like hit one day. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, hey, Madam Chen, let's do another podcast mm. session. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no,
1: I don't. That was that was that's probably a good place to leave it. I don't have any other. I could think of something. Yeah, maybe. no,
0: I think it's a good place to leave it. Yeah, like, yeah. Passion I mean, drives everything, wakes you up.
1: Yeah, find something you're passionate about, um, and even if you're not passionate about it, like, that, it, you don't necessarily have to love love everything that you're doing. Right? It's not possible like, to love like, everything I've you had, do. I've had some random jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, for quite a while, right? So, so that my first job, mm. the one when I got when I was working in the high school and I was yeah. in year ten, I've been working since then. So I graduated high school and directly started at my. At, we, a, at a big industrial just, plant
0: which is very unusual for your generation is, really really yeah
1: but like probably a month after i finished like everyone else was on like break until yeah. university starts in like march or whatever or yeah. f- april and i started work on the first day of january
0: yeah because yeah, people don't get proper jobs until like the last year or second last year of their university studies and,
1: and i kept i worked yeah. i worked up until yeah. the day that i left to go to china i was working the day before and then i went to china Studied my ass off. Really I don't think job. you're
0: lazy. You're just more efficient, perhaps.
1: Now, yeah, but, but you know that's that's a work in progress, right? Mm. Like, and there's still days where I feel like I don't feel like doing anything. Um,
0: you're allowed to do that. It's fine. It's called having a break.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but you know, for me, like I, you know, I love working and and I love having lots of things to work on. That's another. That's another good tip.
0: Keeps the variety. You don't to, you don't need yeah.
1: just one thing, right? Like if like if you're working somewhere that you don't really enjoy, like.
0: And then you got bag rat exactly right yeah
1: like bag rat like like my (laughs) side projects like music (laughs) like there's so many things right
0: cooking right cooking right
1: skate like all these things and it's like i'm i'm still working Mm. right like like when i'm cooking i'm never just like like i I don't like cooking like boring things i like i love learning something new and, and doing something new and and what
0: have you cooked? That's something new and exciting.
1: Uh recently, lately? yeah. Um, I cooked a Japanese curry, like a curry, Ooh. the other day. You know,
0: the concept of Japanese curry always gets me. I'm just like Japanese people; they do not do curry.
1: But it came from the English. English it came from oh. the English settlement. That's where it comes. Oh, all oh, right. But it's damn good.
0: Really? Have you had one? I've never had Japanese you curry. Never it's because what? the idea of it was just so what? strange and foreign. You,
1: you're, you're, you've got to be lying.
0: Oh, okay, maybe I tasted a bit of somebody else's night. Japanese curry with
1: the with, with like the a pork or a chicken cutlet, like fried chicken. Cutlet I think it was maybe
0: pork. It was like um, schnitzel-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I do, yeah, I do yeah. mine
1: with schnitzels. Yes, and, um, and really easy recipe, really really fun. Okay, make.
0: fine. One day I'll Taste have to try really, this really, really Japanese healthy curry. Healthy as well
1: because there's like heaps of potatoes. Taste. I put apple in mine and carrot. Oh really? Yeah, it makes it yeah. sweet because it's meant to. Be, it's not meant to be. I put chili in mine to make it's it. It's not spicy meant to be
0: Indian well. Indian curry. No no no, it's yeah. a
1: very different flavor profile. And you can buy like um, packets of it and you okay. can make it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, find what you're passionate about and do it.
0: And do it. Yeah, just don't do don't it. just sit there and fret. Just go and do it. Just you know, raise your hand. And go, hey, Mister or Miss. Yeah. 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 Great advice thank as you. always. I
1: All mean, right. I think it's you'll be a lot happier. <laughs> Not you. I'm, I know you're happy. Yes, I but am happy. I mean,
0: Except I'm when I'm overworked in my day job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> on that note, thank you very much.
1: You're very welcome. Liam. I'm sorry that that was uh if that was too short of answers.
0: <laughs> uh no, I think that went on for quite a bit. That's fine.
1: Hopefully, it's good answers. Perfect. They're cool. great answers.
0: It's going to help people.
1: Cool. Well, thank you very much, Madam Chan.
0: Thank you for coming down to downtown Chinatown. Anytime. Bagradder. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrad and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrad, it does cost us a bit to produce and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.